0: Ever have those feelings bubble up, sort of like a gymnast doing somersaults in your belly? And you think, Oh, hell no, I don't have time to deal with this. So you run to the email, you run to the social feed, you run to a cocktail or a muffin, or for me, it's the Swedish fish. You find yourself ending your day feeling just exhausted. Like you went through war and your family gets the leftover pieces of you. Sunday, you start to get those Sunday scaries creep in thinking about Monday. And within five minutes, you're already knee deep in the roller coaster of fear and guilt and anxiety while your body hasn't even left the room you're in. What does this feeling of stuck really mean? And how can we use it as a guiding force versus the demon that we think it is? We'll unpack all that and more on this week's episode of Putting Attention to Intention. Oh, and the clicks that you're hearing in the background, my friends, is Jenny, our little beagle uh, Bassett rescue mix. I guess she must be feeling stuck her well as well. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. Have you signed up to receive our Micro Step Monday communication? I cannot think of a better thing to receive on a Monday than a one-minute video on how I confuse intention into connecting with myself as the barrage of Monday to-dos start hitting me. If that is of interest to you, please go to megan-miller.com. I'm going to link it in the show notes and sign up to be a member of our community. Every Monday, I'll be hitting you up with one minute video message from myself on a way that you can connect with the most important person in your life, you, as you navigate through the week ahead. I want to give a shout out to our friends in Washington, D.C., a girlfriend told me once that DC reminded her of wearing pearls and I just loved that. Classy, a little shiny and polished. That's you DC. So thank you so much for being here. Love you for being here. And most importantly, for showing up for the most important person in your life. You, if you are feeling directionless, frustrated, unfulfilled, just this burning desire to do more, be more, have more in your life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller. I'm an intentional living expert that was addicted to the drug of achievement for 15 years of my corporate career. Hell, on most days, I still am. And I help high-performing go-getters through simple daily micro steps start to put attention to intention so you can start feeling fulfilled and connected and inspired versus going through life in this robotic nature feeling like a rag doll trying to please everyone else and trying just to make it through your days. I was there yeah like I said, hell I still am there most days having my life on autopilot being the woman everyone wanted me to be and feeling like I was just meant to do more. That is until I got brave and still enough to really dig in and find out what I wanted and who I was and I'm here to share my lessons with you all to help you navigate your own journey to finding your truth. Together, we will share small practical steps that will help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, all you beautiful humans. I have a confession to make. I do that all the time. I'll say to Michael, oh, I have a confession to make. And typically it's when I ate a sleeve of Oreos or ate the whole bag of Swedish fish like I did the other day. You know, he can't <laughs> he, he finds it so hard to believe that I can down a bag of Swedish fish like, you know, and, and I'm not talking like the boxes, like the, the bag. It is my, I don't know, it's like a drug. You know, the other day he was so sweet. He left a little bag of Swedish fish in the spare bedroom, which is this recording studio, hashtag my positivity zone, hashtag, you know, where where I spend my mornings with myself. And it was in here. He left it in here with a little note for me at 6 a.m. And I said to him, you have no idea how much I wanted to dig into that bag of Swedish fish at 6 a.m., but I had to hide it from myself. And then I dug into it at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And before I knew it, I ate the whole thing. (laughs) <laughs> but that was not the confession I was going to make to you all. The confession I was going to make to you all is that I'm recording this to you on a Sunday afternoon, our little soulful time together and I'm still robe bound. It is 1130 in the morning and I am in the same robe. I was from 8am. And let me tell you what, my friends, it feels damn good. You ever have those moments in life though, where you think to yourself, Oh my God, I really am morphing into my mother. My mother lived in her house coat (laughs) and I have to tell you what, I now understand it. If I am home by myself, the first thing I do, if I am out in public is I come home, I rip those pants off and I throw myself into a robe. There is just something that I appreciate the older I get. That's all about comfort. So my friends, if you do not have yourself a robe, a.k.a. a house coat, I highly recommend the investment. Your body will be happy. So this past week has been very confronting for me. Uh, A shit ton of just uncomfortable, yucky, muddy feelings that came rising up like a fuffin tsunami. You know, just when you thought you dealt with the shit and then boom. That baby comes back with a vengeance. And that's what happened for me this week. So for me, it it looks like this. It's this constant just fear, almost like, and it really is like a paralyzing feeling fear. And I can't get it out of my head that I'm not good enough, that I'm not smart enough, that I'm not enough. Hence my addiction to this drug of achievement for my 15 year corporate career. Getting the praise, getting the job done, completing that check mark on my task list meant to me, at least, that I was worthy and that that was my place in the world. However, and this is such the mind fuck, right? So you tell yourself that this is your worthiness, right? Doing all these things, getting all these things done, getting the praise. But in the same breath, you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself in the process. You're exhausted. You're not showing up in life. Like I just did a post this week on Insta about the fact that I find that as I'm sitting down to the dinner table at night with my man who is so supportive, my rock lifts me up there for me. I'm showing up as my worst self or he's getting the pieces of me left from a day, which is me exhausted me barely able to form sentences. And if I am, it's talking about the friends frustrations and wondering when I can crawl into bed like he's not getting the best of me and he should. He's my number one fan. And you so you so you end your days feeling exhausted, full of anxiety, fear and guilt. And then you're thinking 98% of the time about all these things and you're not enjoying life. And so that realization is how I made this slow, slow, slow gradual move to building this movement with you all to help all women out there detox from this drug of achievement and show another way to live. So how ironic is this? (laughs) That this is the movement, right? Like this is my message into the world. How to detox off this drug of achievement. And then wouldn't you know that bitch came back with full, vengeance this week, full vengeance. So here I am feeling like I have 87,000 things to do in a day. I got two feedback comments this week from a speaking engagement. So two out of like 20 comments, and it threw me into a tizzy, which all of this accumulated in Wednesday night. It's like 730 at night. And of course, I'm on the screen and I'm sitting at the kitchen table and my computer's not going fast enough. I'm trying to do all these things at 730. I'm tired and I catch myself screaming at the computer. I am talking veins popping from my neck, fists clench and appear on battle. And if I'm being fully honest with you guys, I was like two seconds away from tears. So you ever have that where you're like really angry, but that you also can cry at the same time? It's like just these sea of emotions. So now, when you're screaming and crying at technology, who who's to blame for that? It's not the fucking computer. So I had to have this moment with myself. It, it, it probably would have been very uh, interesting and laughable to see if this was on recording. So as I'm screaming at the computer, the animals are scared; they run and hide. My fists are clenched, veins popping. I'm screaming and also crying. I said to myself, all right, Megan, like you, you need a moment here. So I get up, I walk away from the computer, I sit outside on the stoop by myself, and I have this full conversation. And it basically ends with the only person that is in charge of your calendar is you. And the only person that is going to give you the grace to breathe during the day is you. You need to adjust this because you control it. So allow me to give that same gift to you, my friends. The only person that is controlling your calendar is you. It's not your job. It's not your partner. It's not your kids. It's not your clients. It's not your boss. It's you. And when you feel like you can't even go to the bathroom during the day, you ever have those we have to apologize for being a couple minutes late to a call because you had to go to the bathroom, a thing called being human. Or you can't eat during the day. And when you do eat, you're like the cookie monster shoving something down your throat so quickly and between calls or one of your family members walks into the room that you're working in and you snap at them. Guilty. Poor Michael has been snapped at so many times. And I feel so bad because all he wants to do is check in with his girl. And here's what I'm here to tell you guys. It's you. So how do you change that? It's not through saying, you know what? F my boss, F the world, F you corporate America, I'm not doing it. How, how well do you think that's going to go over? It's through these small micro steps. And so here's what that looked like. If you really feel like you don't need to be on a meeting and the meeting got plopped in your calendar, it's saying to the meeting organizer, I have another commitment. I won't be able to hop on this. Please include me on the meeting recap notes. It's that simple. It's blocking and committing 15 minutes and keeping that promise to yourself, whatever that looks like free writing for the book, going outside for a walk with the dog, no headphones, taking the salsa dancing class at 430 on a on a Thursday and doing it. Even when a meeting gets popped into your calendar, because when you do these things, when you do these things, or I'm sorry, when you don't do these things, when you do not do these things, that is when you're screaming at the piece of technology, like you could just haul off and punch it right in the face while also simultaneously crying. Okay. So all of this boils down to the most basic of levels, a huge portion of our frustration in our days come from this feeling stuck. How many times have you said either to yourself or out loud, yeah, I just I know that I am meant for more, but I just feel stuck. And it's hard to articulate to both ourselves and our innermost trusted tribe of What does the stuck feeling mean, right? Like if we don't have words to put to it, it becomes very frustrating because you don't know how to articulate it. You feel it, but you don't know how to articulate it even to yourself. So 95% of the time we run like all hell from it because it's uncomfortable. And that stuckness means change and change is uncomfortable. What does that mean? air quote, stuckness. I don't even know if that's a word, but we're making it a word today here, my friends. What does that stuckness mean? And it means that you're not growing in the way your spirit is begging you to. Think of it like this. When your body is asking you for sleep, you feel what? Tired. When your body needs nourishment, you feel what? Hungry. This is the same as this feeling of stuckness. It's our spirit calling us to grow. So instead of running from it, allow yourself some grace to lean into it. And that begins with curiosity. Instead of those gut feelings rising and you think, oh, hell no, I don't have time for this shit. So you run to the email, you run to your social feeds, You want you run to a drink or to a cookie or for me, Swedish fish. And you and instead of doing that, I want you to run to pen and paper. It's the best therapy and self-discovery tool there is because I'm here to tell you, my friends, you don't need Google. You don't need your best friends. You don't need your mom to tell you what to do. You already know what to do. And you uncover that by getting curious with yourself. Have you heard this? It's, I'm going to jack it up. But basically, it's if you ask yourself why six times, you'll get to the center of the root of the problem. So here's what this might look like. Let's use something that is universal. Sunday scaries. So you're having a beautiful day with your family or yourself. And then boom like a thunderbolt of lightning on a summer storm. You start thinking about Monday and then you get that gymnast that's doing the somersault in your stomach and your mind starts to wonder. And before you know it, in your mind, you're getting yelled at by your boss for not completing something. You can start to feel that exhaustion and fatigue set in. And here you are already down the chute on the roller coaster of anxiety, fear and guilt and your body hasn't even left the room you're in. So when that feeling comes up, I want you to grab pen and paper and you start writing like you would your best friend. So I have to tell you, writing this down on pen and paper has been my go to and I'm not talking about the notes app on your phone, pen to paper, there's just something so freeing about it. So I, I now have a, a journal at home, or in it by journal, I just mean, uh, pieces of blank paper that are bound together. I have one in the spare bedroom. I have one in my handbag and I have one in the car. So when I start to feel just these sort of anxiety moments creep up, instead of thinking, oh, hell no, I don't have time for this. I take the time to remove myself from whatever situation and I go to that pen and paper. And here's what this looks like. So you're feeling anxious about Monday, thinking about the back-to-back meetings and that's due and this project that's due and all the things for your family for the week. And how the hell am I going to get it all done? So that's the the first start. Why do you feel this way? I don't want to disappoint my boss or my family by doing X, Y, and Z. Like, I just, I want to get it done. Why do you feel that way? Because I don't want to disappoint anyone. Why do you feel that way? Because if I disappoint someone, then I won't feel worthy. Why do you feel that way? Because I tie in approval to my self worth. Why do you feel this way? Because my whole life I've been taught to get approval from the outside world. Boom. That, my friend, is why you have the Sunday scaries. It's not the project. It's not the getting all the things done. It's thinking that you're not enough. And if you don't please and get the validation from the outside world that you are not enough. Doesn't that just feel a little bit lighter and freer? You've just gifted yourself the fact that it has nothing to do with the project. It's not about the things. It's about getting the validation that you're enough. And that validation that you're looking for is something that you Control, my friend, you control that. So, how do you get that validation instead? Instead of asking the outside world for it, ask it from yourself and your spirit and your soul. So, how I would end this is that instead of looking for approval from the outside world on Monday, I'm going to make a promise to do something for myself and keep it it can be a lunch with myself off the screen. You know, I started to do that, started to make this commitment that when I eat my meals, I'm going to do it off the screen, just free myself of just being tied into all of these things. Like our brains aren't wired to handle all of these things. So I'm trying to eat my meals off the screen and just give myself that moment of peace. So it can be eating lunch with yourself off the screen. It can be sitting in the park on a Monday afternoon with a book for 10 minutes. No phone, just you and those beautiful words on a park bench hearing the birds chirp. It could be having a morning virtual coffee date with that dear friend that lights your soul on fire. Whatever it is, you make that commitment and you keep it. My friends, we don't grow up learning how to process these negative emotions. We don't. And it's an uncomfortable thing. We don't talk about it a lot in our society. We are cultured to do all the things, be all the things, have the have the nice things, and that'll make us happy. So we live in this constant battle of suffering and not knowing how to address it because we're culturalized to do all of these things. And then when we get there, we're like, well, fuck, I'm still not happy. So I must have done something wrong. So we need to figure out a way to address it and get to the root of it and retrain ourselves and our thoughts and our beliefs to what truly makes us happy. And who knows that is ourselves. When we resist, we suffer. When we lean in with curiosity, can we truly begin to free ourselves and move from a place of suffering to thriving? Thank you for taking the time to be here and most importantly, for taking the first step and investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe so you're up to date on the latest episodes. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. And please share with three people in your tribe that you know would benefit. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you all. Did you know that we have a text line? We are fancy. You can call and leave a message or you can text this phone number. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Please reach out to us and let us know how are you navigating through this journey of reconnecting to yourselves? What micro steps are really resonating with you? What aha moments have you had? What breakthroughs have you had? What obstacles are you coming up against? So that way we can share them with our community because I'm here to tell you, my friends, you are not alone. If you feel inclined, please do comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.